Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hi, John Schwab here from Curtain Call, and welcome to episode 118 of the Curtain Call Theater Podcast, the podcast that brings you backstage as close as you possibly can be, often while the shows are actually happening, to meet the people that make theater happen. Before we get too far along in this episode, I just want to say that it's good to be back after a little hiatus during the month of March. Matt and I were very busy creating content for the closing of Kinky Boots in the West End, All About Eve for NT Live, and some very special stuff for Come From Away. Uh as well as many, many other shows, but more of that in episodes to come. And now for this week's podcast. Say the name Strallen, and you can take your pick of a first name, and you are pretty much guaranteed a quality turn. Scarlett, ZZ, Saskia, and this week's guest, the wonderful Summer Strallen, have all graced stages across London, the UK, and indeed the globe, all the while picking up nominations and awards all over the place. I mean, these are some seriously talented sisters. And I had the absolute pleasure to meet, sit down, and have a good old chin wag with Summer last week to chat about all kinds of things because, let's face it, she's got a CV that most actors would die for, working for some of the greatest directors of our time. But we started the whole chat uh, talking about her latest play, Intramuros, written by Alexei Michalik and directed by Che Walker. Intramuros tells the story of Richard, a theater director about to give his first drama class in a prison. Now hoping for some significant interest, only two prisoners show up. Assisted by his former actress, ex-wife Jane, and an inexperienced social worker called Alice, Richard decides to press on with the class anyway. Now, this was originally staged in France. Uh, The Park Theatre production is translated by Pamela Hargreaves with live music during the performance played by Rio Kai. And we talk about that a little bit in this podcast. So, uh, Summer gives some great insights about devising the translated piece with the company, finding her way into acting, coming from a talented family, and so much more. I mean, I could have talked with her for hours, and hopefully we will catch up with Summer once Intramuros has opened. But for now, well, have a listen. This is, sounds like an intriguing project. Yeah. Uh, it's called Intramuros, is that right? Yes. Okay. Yes. It means within the walls. Okay. In Latin. And so. Uh, Can you t- take me through the concept of the idea behind it? Cause yeah, so Alexei um, Michalik, um, Michalik, Michalik, basically got together with a group of actors in Paris mm. and, uh, and created this um, piece to. Um, you know, to sort of have, it's sort of a, 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 it's very meta. You know, there's mm. like show within a, not even show, but but a, but it's based in a in a prison where there um, is a social worker and yeah. two actors giving a workshop to prisoners, which happens in yeah. penal institutions. Um, and the uh, director and of the workshop, Richard, is um, giving this workshop and trying to basically get the prisoners to act out who they were and what their lives are and there are lots of twists and turns of of who is involved you know the social worker the the 
um, Jane, the other actress, and their sort of lives all intermingling, but also showing that acting is, that everybody acts in some way in their lives, and you can get people to find an emotion and to feel an emotion that isn't necessarily theirs Mm. um, very easily. So trying to get, and the fact that prisoners, you know, a lot of it is to do with the fact that prisoners generally are acting of performing in some way whether they be you know they're the top dog or yes, they're exactly. you know trying to be the most the the the, the strongest yeah. you know to so that you know it's survival of the fittest sometimes in those in those places it's really interesting to you know we're all doing different little little parts here at you mm. know sort of um multi roles um, which is really also really fun. But what a rich vein to tap into as an actor. To yeah. Kind of well, it's fun for all of us in there, we yeah. all get to do it at some point, apart from maybe one of the actors. Yeah, it's, it, that's what sort of drew me to the project was, okay. was the multi-role because, I mean, I did a, a workshop, ended up being huge at the Palladium mm. <laughs> workshop, uh, where I actually did have to play just a couple of extra roles and mm. I just loved it because I I mean my my I think my my strongest acting chops are in comedy mm. I love doing comedy but this is definitely not that <laughs> um although no they're, they're, it's it's kind of dark comedy yeah. isn't it? and it's really it's a real challenge for all of us to to get our head around the play, actually, because it's very much chopping and changing from past to future to potentially could is it fantasy is it not? So it's quite it is. I would say it's um, it's one for your brain for the audience to to really be using their brains of of, of what connects with yeah. what and and when. So how many people in the cast? How many cast members? Five, five including well, five excluding Rio, but Rio okay. is also in the cast. Rio is the is our musical genius. So man. I hear he's. DJing live during the show, or is that what kind of what so happens? So that's what or... happened in France, okay. in Paris, I believe, um, where the play is still playing. It's been playing for two and a half years. Oh, wow. It got all the Molière awards. So, with in our production, Rio is is with us um, and less DJing and more playing. Oh wow! Okay. So he plays the double bass, the saxophone, the piano. The you know he's got loads of different um, sound. There's lots of you sound equipment in this, in, this, um, in, the, in our room. rehearsal studio. But uh, yeah, he he is creating the sounds around the action, basically. And how great to have that in the space, finding it like during the rehearsal process. Yeah, and also becoming you know having him do it live every night on stage with us. Yeah, he's very much a part of of it with us and, and creating that those different places any type of live performance your your performance is going to change from that so you will have a core yeah. performance however the audience um, uh, predicts how you're going to react or something on stage or a way yeah. lines delivered so having that extra musician you know or the cast member who's a musician to add even a, a, a kind of deeper level of like it, during the rehearsal process have you found it change at all or like you know um all the time (laughs) because we're creating it as well which is nice um that it's not just a carbon copy of the 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 parisian production um because we have that different slightly different element and also it is different in that we're not having as many props to change the difference of of um you know of the people and the places and the things so the music is kind of integral to that because it takes us from different places you know. So how many characters, then, are the five of you playing? I play in all 
four characters. But they, you know, some of them are one-liners here and there. The others have three or four, if not five, where they're actually quite big parts, you know. I think that's great because it invites the audience to lean in and go, hey, pay attention, like we're telling you the story. Well, and use your imagination. Yeah. Because that's what we're asking the prisoners to do. Yeah. In the... Yes, of course. In the workshop. So it's kind of putting you in that same vein, which is really fun. Mm. Have you have you been able to speak to any um, kind of practitioners in, in that arena that people who well, have gone Jay to? Well, Jay Walker, our director, has has actually done these workshops oh, really? in in, um, in prisons, and said that it's funny how they break not break down, but that they the, the barriers come down, but it does take quite a while sometimes with different people, and so Declan Perring, who plays Kevin, who's one of the the, the prisoners is sort of the prisoner who is who is definitely putting on some kind of front and uh it doesn't doesn't get broken down too quickly mm. and it's and it and so Shay Shay has been given has has been talking to us about that feeling and about going into these institutions and how that feels i haven't obviously when you i would love to do mm. that but um <laughs> it's hard to kind of phone them up and say, hey, I'm doing a play. Oh, yeah. Would you mind if I come and like see some prisoners? You know, <laughs> you have to actually be there's doing... Just me, I've tried. <laughs> um, but, uh, but to no avail, right. um, which is absolutely yeah. understandable. Yeah, yeah, um, of course. Because they're not, you know, it, it's not something, you know, I, I also would like to do it. Yeah. I would like to um, help in that way with people um, in prison to, with art, yeah. you know. I think it's so important for them. No, absolutely. For everybody, more more to the point, but, but, you know. More than ever, I think. I think bridging social divides, uh, you know, is what we we need any kind of help to build bridges. And I mean, maybe, you know, one of of the things I I, I like to to find out, because I normally go and see a show before I come and talk to the company, because Mm. it helps inform what we chat about. So yes. this is this is like almost new territory. Well, you have to come back I'm and we'll have to have another to, chat. I know, I'm definitely. Because I, I think that, what I'd like to say, is, it, this sounds like it's quite an important play. It's, you know, who is this play for, really? Is it like for everyone to come and go, look, there's something behind the walls that you can't see and these people are people. Yeah. You know, and, well, and take, away the, take away the prisoner label and mm. as you said they're acting yes you know when they walk in they might be terrified yeah you know and it's well and it's also about how it affects people on the outside as well so it's got that t- those two um elements of mm. of the people inside as well as as well as on the outside who are affected by it in some way so that's goes to a wide wider audience mm. and also we don't know a lot about what I've realised from doing the play is that I don't know a lot about prisoners in prison. Mm, mm. Um, I happen to be quite a spiritual person, so I, you know, have my beliefs on on how people are treated or or, or, or why they might be. I ask the question of why, why? they might be in prison in yeah. the first place yeah. and what pushed them to those things. And there's and ultimately, it's generally circumstance sure. from the begin from a very very early age. And there's a lot of that in the play. Yeah. What would you like people to take away when they when they come and see this? What would you like them to, to leave the theatre with? I suppose, I'm not sure whether I'm meant to say this, but I think with a certain element of compassion mm. for the characters, all the characters, um, really, um, and to ask themselves questions on their judgment of people who are in prison and why. Yeah. 
because that's it doesn't just then it, it, it doesn't just then talk you know make you think about people in prison but it makes you think about everyone and sure. how you might affect somebody else's life because of your choices yeah it's great for someone to go away from a, a play with questions or like w- not questions about the play they seem but questions about themselves yeah like that's when that's when art truly truly succeeds in quite my, in my in my book yeah um and how and how um acting mm. can change someone's perspective yep. whoever they may be oh. i think i first saw you way Back in Guys and Dolls mm. at the Piccadilly. Mm. Now, is that right? Is it with, was that with Jenna? It was Jenna who's and, and yeah. Sarah and Jane Krakowski. Yes, that's right. I've seen you kind of just smash it, Summer. <laughs> like you do. You've come, like you have such a great career. Mm. Um, and you, it looks like you can put your hand to anything. It's theatre and television and film and, mm. and whatnot. And I mean, what is it about you and your family mm. like that is drawn to the arts because I'm, I know the people that will be listening that do follow you yeah. um, you just seem to be able to turn your hand to it all and you're such a massive talent and such an um, asset to the London stage so well thank you for that um, I can't I, uh, one thing that I feel our family are terrible at doing is taking compliments <laughs> we are terrible at taking compliments and I won't take any of them um, <laughs> No, I will take them, definitely. I, um, what I think, um, it, it's less about being drawn, and for me, mm. it wasn't about being drawn, it was, for, it was about being dragged oh, right. to it, um, because my parents were in shows, my grandmother had a dancing school, we used to go to the dancing school, um, you know, I, I'm not, uh, I'm not a, I'm a very honest and open person about that, I, but what happened was that we were doing that, and my parents, like any parent, if they see their child having a talent for something or mm. a gift for something, they're going to push them in that direction. Yeah. Um, it just, you know, so happened that we had the the wherewithal to be doing it mm. every single Monday and Thursday. Yeah. We then, Scarlett then went, Scarlett went to um, arts educational. Yeah. I saw that she was having, I was in a Catholic school in Twickenham you know, going, playing, bar, you know, netball at 9am and she was in arts ed doing ballet with, with boys <laughs> and I'm like in this all-girls school going 9 o'clock netball, 9 o'clock ballet with boys. I'm going to go and do that, you know. Like, I honestly, it was like, it's so boy crazy. It's so funny. And um, still am. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, so it was kind of that pull in yeah. a way and yeah. it was a pull to... It was a pull to something that I was good at as well I, yeah. I you know we were naturally we and when I say naturally I mean because we had done it from mm. when we were so young and it was fun going and being in the pantos and working with professionals and we did that from you know I did that my first panto when I was three years old so I was learning how to do you know learn steps and learning yeah. dialogue and learning sing songs yeah. um, from also because my parents were in the shows yeah. we would have people from actual west end shows coming in to teach us it wasn't just dancing school that mm. you know you go to in somewhere you know outside of london that doesn't have those those people yeah. those inspiring people who are doing what they've set out to do which is be on the west end stage so that happened and then 
I and then about thirteen, I I I thought, yeah, okay, this Just is, go, this is I'm pretty this good is at this. It. This is what well, I'm good at, but you and were, I'm going to do it. But you know, really, because well, you've proven that you are because you God, you've worked with you know Grandage and Jamie Lloyd and mm. uh, Susan Stroman and and Trevor Nunn and all these you know you rattle off these these names that are insane. So yeah. I mean. Your bucket list must be getting tipped. In well, <laughs> and it's and it's also the actors that I've worked with. You know, like that guys and dolls for me was as far as until now one of the peaks of my career because mm. I, you know, learning from Doug yeah. and Jane and yeah. Jenna and seeing that kind of that that skill and then doing bits of television yeah. and. You know this this job for me now. I, I think my main the main tip that I would give anyone mm. is never feel like you know everything. Always learn from the people in the cast or in the creatives or whatever. There is always one person that you can gravitate to that will teach you something. When I was asked to do Intramuros, I was very much could bite you know wanted to bite their hand off because. Mm. I knew that Che and Victor and Emma and Declan were people that I was going to learn from. And I am. (laughs) A lot. Um, Learning from them, learning about myself, you know, and that's what it's about. It's about pushing your own boundaries. You know, we we do that. We are in the theatre. What I realised I... uh, Also about the theatre is that it's about pushing boundaries. And if you're not doing that, it can be quite thankless. Mm. Whereas if you actually feel that's why you know people who you know people who are in company or people in Hamilton, it's so revered and it's it's it makes people the actors feel like they're part of some change yeah. and that is an incredible feeling. Which is why again also you know I would rather do little things mm. in fringe venues than do big commercial musicals that. Mm aren't actually going to be telling anyone anything or, or making anybody think about anything. Mm. I love doing musicals, don't get me wrong, I really do. And I love kicking my leg and all of that <laughs> and showing off. I do. But uh, but it's really nice when you are doing something that actually pushes a boundary. Excellent. Simon, thank you so much. I will come back to you. Come back to And then and we'll have a chat it. afterwards. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind. We can right. do it in the bar or whatever. Yeah, the bar is good. The multi-talented and multi-Olivier Award-nominated Summer Strallen, appearing at the Park Theatre in Intramuros. I will put a link in the show notes, and we'll give you the website deets in a second. But before I do, if you are a theatre professional, head on over to CurtainCallOnline.com and sign up for a free profile page. Create an account with an email address, make up a cool password, and away you go. Follow us on all the socials, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, at CurtainCall, and you can follow me at John Schwab, J-O-H-N-S-C-H-W-A-B. We'd love to hear from you if you have any suggestions for the podcast. Just get in touch with us by any of the social media platforms I just mentioned or write to me at john at curtaincallonline.com. So it just leaves me to say a huge thank you to the lovely Summer Strallen. And I don't mean that patronizing at all. Summer was as lovely and as welcoming as anyone we have ever met on our Curtain Call travels. Especially as we did this uh, little chat after a long day's rehearsal. Break legs to her and the entire company of Intramuros, which plays at Park Theatre and Park 200 from tonight, the 3rd of April, until the 4th of May, 2019. For tickets, visit parktheatre.co.uk and click on the relevant links. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Curtain Call Theatre Podcast, and I will catch you all next week. Bye. Bye.
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise. <laughs> 